Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Guy, good morning. Don, good morning. I'm calling. Actually, we're talking. I am in Harrisburg. As you know, it's uh, National School Choice Week, and yes. I'm about to do a good old, go to a good old-fashioned rally on the Capitol steps. Awesome. When does the rally start? Any minute? 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. 11 okay, o'clock. Good. Yeah, I'm gathering uh, the parents and kids from around the state are starting to arrive. It's cold, but not snowing, so uh, all's good. I'm optimistic, and it's always good to get out and do something positive and to be surrounded by so many kids and parents and teachers. It's very, very uplifting and very positive. Reminds us why we do all this. And so, you know, we've talked a lot about school choice, the quality or lack thereof in, in many of our schools. And so, you know, Governor Josh Shapiro campaign promises on those types of Lifeline scholarship we've talked about. And then, Guy, we've also talked about the fact that we had that court ruling and then a committee that said, basically, money is the answer and we have to tax each and every Pennsylvania taxpayer some, what was it, $1,200 extra a month to pay to make the schools better. So so it's highly re- relevant as we talk about education. But take me through your latest your latest article on how some of these issues we've spoken about why it's uh, so relevant and why it's, you know, at the top of your mind and the minds of many parents gathered there in Harrisburg. Right. Look, Dawn, where there's common ground is the understanding and the belief, not just in our guts, but in our data. And that is too many kids are getting a poor education. Too many kids are not getting an education at all. Uh, that's why we're here in Harrisburg. And, and whether, uh, you know, the politicians want to fight about money, what I can tell you is when I attended my first school choice meeting, Philadelphia was spending $6,000 a child. Uh, as I stand here today in the Capitol, Philadelphia will spend nearly $23,000 a child today. And in fact, test scores are lower, attendance is lower, and productivity is lower. So we can fight about whether more money is the answer. I think evidence says it's not necessarily about money. It's about what goes on in the classroom. I wrote my last column uh, that appeared yesterday in Broad and Liberty, uh, is still there at Broad and Liberty, uh, to walk through the idea of what of, if a child is born and all that we do as a society to try and help that child get ready to be a productive adult and how we're willing to support uh, the new mom in having the child go to daycare and having the child go to preschool and then in college. And when choices are made for preschool, daycare, or college, 
We don't ask what the name of the building is. We don't ask who runs it. We trust to the parent, we trust to the adult student to find the school that works, whether it's a nonprofit or for-profit, whether it is run by a religious organization, or whether it's government-run. And all these arguments around K-12 education are very political, and they're arguments that are nowhere to be found when we discuss daycare, preschool, or college. All this, arg- all these arguments that the teachers' union and all their allies throw up about taking money away, that the Lifeline or vouchers take money away, that charter schools uh, have to op- get to operate under special rules, they're not burdened by bureaucracy. We don't hear any of that when it comes to college. Nobody says that a student getting a student loan to go to St. Joe's is stealing money from Temple. When we send a child to a preschool that's run out of a a, a mosque, no one says uh, there's a fear of that child being indoctrinated. We let parents decide. So I had the right to walk through the life of a child born in Philadelphia and show that if we really want to focus on the child, we should focus on the child and her or his success and not get caught up in the politics because the special interest, the teachers union and the others draw us to fight over K-12 education in ways that we don't fight about anything else. The other parts have competition. There's competition in daycares. There's competition in preschool. There's competition in college. Why are they so afraid of competition in K-12 education? We know why, because it's about power and money. It's not about the kids. Yeah, and so, you know, as I think about New Hampshire right now, and uh, presidential politics and all the networks are talking about that. You know, I know that education is, to, to you, to me, to hundreds of, pa- of parents and students who are assembling right now in, in Harrisburg with you, and, and this is, by the way, across, across the nation and across the region, but is there an education president? Is there somebody, you know, I know it's not sexy, right? But it's so critical, and basically I think we can agree that education solves all of society's biggest problems if we just educate our children, which is why we value education in America. Is there an education politician or an education president? Well, I think what we need from the White House is a president who believes in trusting parents. We have a uh, president that believes in school choice. We don't need the National Department of Education creating a new multi-billion dollar, multi-trillion dollar program. What we need is a president who can use the bully pulpit at his or her disposal to trumpet the rights of parents, to encourage competition at the local level, and to free up the bureaucracy. You know, as I talked earlier about the budgets growing in Philadelphia, What's, what's not growing is the presence of teachers in classrooms. What's growing is the headquarters, the bureaucracy, the DEI, the supervisor reporting to the supervisor in charge of overseeing supervisors. That's what it happens. Uh, what we need is a president focus of that. The good news is there are governors. There are governors leading the way. There are governors who are actually getting things done. Uh, one of them's in Florida, but that's a story for 2028. Mm-hmm. One of them's in Florida, but one of them's in Arkansas. Uh, there's there's one in Texas. There's one in, in Iowa. A number of our nation's governors. Here in Pennsylvania, Governor Shapiro's rhetoric has been good. So far, the performance hasn't been what we want, and that's one of the reasons we're rallying today. We really need to be looking to our communities, our local school boards, 
and most of all our state capitals, the most exciting things in education, the most exciting things to empower parents and to reward good teachers and encourage creativity are happening in our states. They're happening in Florida. They're happening in Arkansas. They're happening even in West Virginia. Pennsylvania has the ability to bring about a bipartisan coalition, get the partisanship out of it, and actually bring about school choice. As I, as I sit here today in Harrisburg, as we talk today, Dawn, not by my standards or yours, but by the Pennsylvania Department of Education, there are nearly a quarter of a million children. There are nearly a quarter of a million children who attend schools that are in the bottom 15%. Some of those schools have no children, zero children, who are proficient in math and reading at the 4th, 8th, and 11th grade when they're given their standardized tests. Why in God's name, as Josh Shapiro, as the governor has said, these are children of God that should be given an opportunity. Why would we waste one dollar? Why would we force one parent to send one child to a school where literally no fourth grader, no eighth grader or 11th grader is proficient in reading or math? That's why we're here today, to celebrate charter schools, to celebrate homeschoolers, to celebrate cyber schools, to celebrate school choice, because that's what we need more of. We need less Washington bureaucracy. We need less administrative oversight. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We need to empower parents and equip our children to succeed now more than ever. In this information age, in this changing economy, in this worldwide economy, shame on us to let any child be trapped to a life of poverty or dysfunction because we couldn't get the grown-ups out of the way to trust parents to let there be school choice, to have accountability and focus it back on children. And so the week, and I know it's this is the, the National School Choice Week, is actually part of a project that's nonpartisan, nonpolitical. National School Choice Awareness Foundation is is one of those that, you know, puts this out there and says, hey, we're nonpartisan. I know there are hundreds of students. I know there are hundreds of parents. Are there teachers? There are some teachers today that will be here from, uh, from charter schools, from cyber schools, from Catholic schools. I hope a few from public schools Mm -hmm. come by and it will be bipartisan. uh, If, if, your listeners have never been treated to a speech from State Senator Tony Williams, who represents parts of South Philly, Southwest Philly, and Delaware County, uh, is a Democrat, comes from a long tradition of Democratic uh, politicians and community leaders in, in South and Southwest Philly. Uh, talk to him, unleash him, mm-hmm. uh, and let him talk about what needs the reforms that need and why school choice is necessary. 
Senator Williams was the first person who at a live rally uh, shared shared with the audience something that I've now repeated and latched on to, which is if you're the parent of a nine-year-old girl and the new superintendent comes to Philadelphia, as this one has, mm-hmm. as the fifth one in my lifetime, and says he has a five-year plan to turn things around, what do you do if you're the parent of that nine-year-old and they say to you, hey, in five years things will be better? So today's event will be bipartisan. Today's event will be students, parents, and teachers from charter schools, cyber schools. In the past, Senator Williams has spoken. I hope he's here today to speak because he speaks uh, truly, accurately, and passionately, as do many other uh, colleagues around the state. This is not a partisan issue. It never was. The charter school law, the cyber school law in Pennsylvania was passed in a bipartisan way. It's a shame that it has turned into a red versus blue because, as I wrote in my column in Broad Liberty, it's taken the focus off kids. Parents don't want to reward Democrats or reward Republicans and punish Democrats. They want to know they're sending their child to a school that works, and when they show up at a school board meeting or or a parent meeting that somebody's listening. That's not happening right now. That's why we're marching and rallying today in Harrisburg. I know you've got to get to the rally there. Guy Shiraki, senior fellow with the Commonwealth Foundation, and talking about previewing his latest column in Broad and Liberty. Thanks so much, Guy Shiraki. Thanks for the opportunity to talk about it, and uh, look forward to coming back. Have a great day, everybody. Uh-huh. Greetings from Harrisburg. <laughs> Until next time, keep warm. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.